Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Fringe of It, episode number 30. Hello. Hello, how are you? Can you hear me? Testing, testing. I know we are recording on very fancy new software. I'm getting a little bit of feedback from your side, but I'm very excited because hopefully we're going to have good, clear, crisp sound this week. Woo! So rather than record via Skype, which is what we normally do, somebody's told us about this fancy new piece of equipment, which I don't want to to tell everyone what it is yet, just in case it's absolutely crap. We won't jinx it yet, but fingers crossed. We have to do a health check, apparently, and I've just about passed with my sound quality. So It did tell me to proceed with caution, though, with the caller. But, I mean, I did say that proceeding with caution is probably better than us fumbling around on Skype, so... We decided that we're going to carry on trying to record down the line, as we we call it, because trying to explain time zones to live, um, quite frankly, just took up too much of my evening. Oh my god, I literally just could not fathom the different time zones we're going to be in over the next week. So I was like, let's just do it tonight, please! So we're recording this on a Tuesday. Um, We... So the the episode 29 went out yesterday, but we actually recorded yesterday the interview that you're going to hear in the second half of this podcast. Which is very exciting indeed. So do stay tuned for that. But what else have you been up to this week? I mean, it's very early on in the week, Charlotte, but how was your date with Jack? Well, since we last spoke, I did a weekend of solo parenting, which was really dull there's something about solo parenting on a weekend because everyone's kind of like with their families or like with their partners and me and my friend Camille who also has been solo parenting we just text each other and I actually sent myself to bed at 8 30 on Saturday night because I'd run out of things to do (laughs) why but I got I got to see Jack on Monday so yesterday after after we uh, saw each other and it was lovely we haven't seen each other for two weeks which is quite a long time for us and I don't know what I was more excited about seeing Jack or going to Dishoom oh Dishoom's always an excellent shout 
Yeah, that's that's the one place we love to go. Um, so I had a really nice um, time after I, after I saw you. I literally left you. Liv went to the toilet at our guest's house and I was like, I won't be here when you get back. I know, and I was like, I'm going to be really, really quick, I promise. And you were like, yeah, I'll still be gone. And I came out, <laughs> literally as the chain flushed, I heard the door like shut and I was like, well, there we go. And that was that. I said to our guest, who I feel like was shrouding in mystery, but I said, I bet she's still here at four o'clock and it was half past three when I left. I don't know what time you actually left. No, I, but... no, I was I was very efficient. I had a busy old afternoon when I got home. So um, I did have to leave quite quickly, but I did stay for one more Ferrero Rocher. <laughs> they were so good. What have you been up to since we last recorded the podcast? Do you know what? Not an awful lot. I mean, well, actually, I went out for a lovely, lovely brunch on Saturday with some of my oldest friends I went to primary school with, who I'm still in touch with and still get on amazingly well with, which was so lovely. I know Sean listens to the podcast, so hi, Sean, um, which I was absolutely thrilled about. Um, completely made my day. Um, and then what else? Oh, been mainly becoming obsessed with Strictly Come Dancing, which I will go on to in a minute. Um, and just haven't stopped thinking about Strictly this week. Um, and that's pretty much it. I'm also packing because I'm off to Chicago in the morning. Saying that it's about half past 10 now, morning being five o'clock. So it's almost like my internal countdown clock is on. And every time I'm up for a minute longer, I'm like, that is an hour less sleep. <laughs> what's the weather like in Chicago what have you had to oh, pack do you know what? because I'm in Chicago then I'm going to LA which is really cool the weather in Chicago at the moment is about, it's about 24 today but rainy and then when we get there it goes down to nine nine degrees I'm like Ooh. well that's quite contrast and then in LA it's 30 degrees so I'm just having to pack for two different seasons which when you've got one case is quite challenging <laughs> Oh, I would absolutely fail fail at the first hurdle. Um, my family and me have been talking about our trip to Turkey next week, and my girlfriend, uh, my girlfriend, my my brother and his girlfriend were around, and she was like, "Well, you know, me and Scott, my brother, we're just going to share a case." She was like, "You won't have that much stuff, will you?" And I just looked at her. That was. <laughs> I really admire people that can share a case absolutely not like june's not sharing my case jack's not sharing my case get your own cases has june got to have her own case well she's got her own baggage allowance so she can have her own case with your things in it i imagine absolutely (laughs) so shall we move on to telly talk i've just finished watching the bake-off did you manage to watch it or have you put it on hold i did No, I did. That's why I was a little bit later getting to you recording. So I was like, I have to watch the end of this because then it's going to be like box fresh in my memory. And my dad was over and I was like, give me five minutes. Give me five minutes. I'm nearly there. And I've just finished watching it. What did you think? Well, I... I was tense, very, very tense. There was a lot of soggy, sliding, not very well-constructed cakes, wasn't there? Yeah, I mean, we may say that like, this is vegan week in case anyone hasn't watched. Um, hopefully you will have watched because it would be last week's episode by the time this comes out. But it was vegan week. There was a lot of coconut oil. Um, I mean, I must say I was incredibly impressed by the things they managed to do with vegan ingredients. I mean, normal ingredients, but that are also vegan. Um, the meringues. The meringues were so impressive. I kind of like, I was doing a bit of work at the time. So I kind of saw them uncover the ingredients. And next time I looked up, there was these amazing meringues covered with like kiwi fruits and pomegranates. And I was like, what? 
I don't know, from chickpeas to like pavlovas. I just, I was like speechless, absolutely speechless. It was impressive. I do feel that although it was vegan week, it could have been celebrated a bit more. Like I, I kind of feel like Paul Hollywood kept putting it down that it was vegan week. Do you know what I mean? Like a few snide comments here and there. And I did pick up on that. I was like, I oh, know it's not for everyone. But he was a bit like, yeah, no cookbook from me. I was like, all right, all right. Like, you know, some people, some people want to do it this way. And, you know, they've done it really well. I was really excited when Prue described, I think it was Raul's, um, tarts as poetry that is like my new favorite compliment that I'm going to be paying everybody when something goes really well I'm going to be like poetry that was was poetry because I've just I just couldn't believe it um I noticed for the second week in a row Prue's used the word claggy oh I saw that and I saw um oh my god I've just drawn a blank who is the wonderful man who wears the shirts Oh, the man, yeah, no, but you've sucked the memory out of my brain through through the internet. But he said claggy as well. And did you see in next week's episode, warning, spoiler alert here, Bake Off spoiler alert, um, that everybody wore shirts in tribute to him, Hawaiian shirts, because he's not oh, there anymore. Did you see? I'm really, yeah, I'm really sad that he's gone. I'm man with no name. I'm really sad. I really liked him, despite the fact I cannot remember his name, and people are going to think <laughs> I'm lying through my teeth. I really liked him. Um, well, the thing was, the first week I was like, he's gone, he's out of here. I, I, I can't believe this. I mean, it's just a shame it was Vegan Week because he was a bit like Paul, not really that, not really that up for adapting. When actually, he's got a lot of a lot of good skills. Yeah, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. I didn't think he should have gone. I wouldn't have said he was the worst. Oh, really? Who would you... Really? Who would you have put? Who would you have booted? There are a few people. Manon, potentially. I know, but her showstopper was strong. Mm, But then it didn't taste good. Well, yeah, okay. I did think she was going to go before the episode unfolded. I know, well, I said this last week, and it sounds like I've got a bit of a thing in for her, and I don't. I do like her. Um, I'm all about I'm all about supporting sisterhood, guys. Um, but I just <laughs> haven't been that impressed. Okay, I think she could be going next week. I don't know. It's comedy for the quarterfinal. I'm like, how how are we there? How has that happened? I feel like this every time. I just get into it, and then we're at the quarterfinals, and I'm like, guys, I've just I've just got into it. But do you know what that means? What does that mean? It means that I'm a celebrity is going to be coming soon. Oh, no. Oh, no. Not for me. Not for me. And this is where our tally chat divides. No, I don't think so. Cause I know we've also watched something else that we've both watched this week. Um, which Did is... you watch Old People's Home for Four-Year-Olds? Exactly what I was about to say. <sighs> I don't think I'm emotionally strong enough to talk about it. Basically, I, me and Joe just get so excited about it. And I sat down, I texted my mum and I was like, you have to watch it. And in the end, my mum didn't watch it. She was like, I can't watch it at the moment. And she was like, I'm not emotionally there. And I was like, fair enough. Watched it with Joe, And then halfway through, I texted her saying, I am so sorry I suggested this because me and Joe were in hysterics. Like we just couldn't draw breath. I was like looking at him and we were just like, <gasps> like looking, we were holding hands. We never hold hands and watch TV. <laughs> I had to switch it off. So for anybody that wonders what the hell we're talking about, so it's a six-week programme on Channel 4 set in a care home in Bristol called Santa Monica, and they've put 10 four-year-olds amongst amongst the old people. And one one of the um, pensioners, as I'll call them, was born um, 
in World War One. I. I can't even get my head around it. Uh, it's incredible. Like they are remarkable. I can't believe how much they still have in them. And I just love listening to the things the children are coming out with. And even like the ch- listening to what the children have said in their stories, I cried. And I just... Um, it was- I won't ruin it for anybody, but Scarlet's oh. story. Oh, unbelievable. I just... I love Phoenix as well. He's our favourite. Um, I really enjoyed, I don't know which one was doing this, but the camera panned over like all the kids and the pensioners while they were having lunch. And one of the children was like flicking a lady's pearl earring and then eating. And then two minutes later, she had like the matching necklace on her head. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's so good. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to go back and watch it in daylight. That's the only way that I think I'll get through it emotionally. I absolutely loved it. And also on at the same time was Stacey Dooley's um, program on fast fashion, which I do need to revisit because I didn't get to watch it. Um, that's on my to watch list. Yeah, but I'm, I'm going to watch it for next week because I was really, really interested to see what she had to say about that. Right, we'll both we'll both put that on our homework list. So the only other thing that I've gotten really into this week is Strictly Come Dancing, and I never thought I would. I thought it would be something. I was something on that was always on when I was living at home. My mum watched it, my nan watches it, and it was kind of that cozy Saturday night program. But in the last couple of weeks, I have become obsessed, and I'm dragging Joe in with me. And every week I'm just cannot stop watching. And last week was movie week and there was a La La Land dance. There was a Mamma Mia dance. I was like, this is quality television. What hooked you? What? Because I, I feel like I dabble with Strictly and I'd really like to like go in. I think in. it was just like starting from the beginning. Like we're in a couple of weeks and just getting into it and then just kind of following on with everyone's journeys. I mean, there's not actually a lot of dancing in it each week I mean when you think about it I think the problem is this is what Joe's problem is alongside a couple of other things <laughs> but it's two hours long every Saturday which is quite a big chunk of your evening mm-hmm. quite but when you actually think there's about 15 minutes worth of dancing so I think what is good is if you record it then you can kind of skip but don't watch it on iPlayer because I realize that when you like forward it on iPlayer you can't see where you are so you're like, if there's certain um, dances you want to see, you can't see where you are. I mean, that's a re- this really niche problem. But um, anyway, got really into Strictly and can't wait for it this week, although I'm away. And there's been a lot of drama this week as well. So so much drama. The the drunken snob. Oh, my God. I was... I loved what his girlfriend, the statement his girlfriend brought out, though. I, I loved it as well. I was so like, because I was because I watched them on Saturday. I saw her in the audience, and then I like, I was like, oh, she looks really lovely. Like, search, like looked her up, and I was like, she's an actress. She does like stuff at the Fringe. I was like, God, she looks really cool. And then the day after that all came out, and I was like, Jesus. Oh. It was, um, but I loved, I loved her statement where she said, "I am not the victim." Um, and then at the end, she said, "I'm really glad that I've taken the cat." I know. I th- yeah, it was a real like empowered speech. I really liked. She's doing well, and I'm thinking of her putting my fist in the air. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to shopping. Joe, you know I've not done an awful lot of shopping this week. I've tried to be quite controlled because actually, having just packed my suitcase, I realised that I have quite a lot of nice autumn bits that go together quite well. Like I've almost got my autumn capsule wardrobe sorted. And I'm quite satisfied with how it's going. Although I did pick up one, two things from ASOS, which I'm going to quickly mention. And then 
my capsule wardrobe is complete. I got two things from Warehouse, which I'm loving at the moment. I got this kind of short cropped teddy car coat, which is almost like a pea coat kind of cropped. It's like an indigo blue colour and it's that ball. Oh, is that the one you had on yesterday? Yeah, it's like the ball kind of teddy material, but so nice. Oh, it's a dream. And then I also bought a tartan shopper because I'm actually 80 years old. Um, a also, tartan shopper? Tell me more. It's like a tar- It's like a dark green tartan shopper bag, but great for overnight. Great if I was coming up to you and needed my laptop and stuff. Saw it on Warehouse and I was like, ooh, that looks like a trendy alternative to something I, you would otherwise see in like your nan's house. And therefore, I was sold. So that is what I've bought. And yeah, I've tried, I'm going to try and pull it in a bit. I just was reading through old blog posts that I'd done this time last year. And I did a one where we said we weren't going to be shopping in October. Do you remember that? <laughs> no, I don't. Surprise, surprise. But we'd made a pact. We were not going to go shopping in October. And I'm going to, I mean, we're already nine days in. But I think from here on in, I'm going to try and pull the reins in a bit, especially with Christmas around the corner. Yeah, well, I'm not because I'm going to Turkey and mum keeps telling me how great the linens are. So um, I'll be buying linens from Turkey. Oh, my God. Are you having to, are you trying to be controlled when it comes to like summer dress shopping now? Because I haven't bought I haven't bought a thing. Good. Um, good. Yeah, the only thing we are buying for holiday. Well, actually, the only thing I have bought is swimming costumes, which I have mentioned, but I haven't mentioned the specifics of what swimming costumes I've bought. So um I'll go into it since you asked. Um, And I've just had a nightmare with swimming costumes. Like I'm really fussy about swimming costumes generally. Um, I have quite a long body. So I've ordered like some, there's some really nice ones in under the stories. I've had to send them back because they're just too short in the body. So last time I spoke to you, uh, that was when I'd spent, I'd been up since till like 1am swimwear shopping. And I actually bought one from Long Tall Sally. Um, because they're longer in the body. So I've got a black one from there and one that's on its way is a Liberty print one from J Crew. Oh. Now they have got an extensive swimwear collection, like extensive and it's all beautiful. Like there's ginghams, there's florals. Oh, I've seen them. They're not cheap but they are stunning. No, they're not cheap, which is the thing. So I read the reviews over and over and over again because the one of them that I've bought, well, I I'll tell you it was 80 pounds and that's in the sale. So it's really not cheap, but I'm thinking I'd rather spend more on a swimming costume that I love, you know, if I'm going to be pretty much naked. Um, so, but I don't know what the fit of it's like and it's on its way and it's yellow and it's a floral Liberty print. Um, so I'm hoping that that's going to look great because um, I've got a black one from Long Tall Sally, a Bowden one, um, and then a Liberty print one. And I think, I mean, that's quite excessive. I don't actually need three, but um, I was, I have no excuse. I have no excuse. I cannot wait to see them. Yeah, I'm excited because the thing with J. Crew is obviously you could go and try them on, but they probably haven't got them all in store anyway. So I'm really hoping. Um, and then the only other thing we need to buy for holiday, which I refuse to get involved with, is Jack needs some swim shorts. And I told him, I told him in August, best get your swim shorts now. Did he listen to me? No. Nope. And the other day, well, yesterday in Dishume, he was like, I need to get some swim shorts. I just looked at him. I bet you're like, I bet you did like the Liam Neeson in um, Taken and you went, good luck. <laughs> and then just said nothing else. <laughs> yes, exactly. So I, I don't care if he has to skinny dip in front of my family for nearly 10 days because 
he will have brought that on himself. Um, and then lastly, the only other thing that I'm buying is is a is a carrier for June's pram. Oh. Really exciting Less stuff. Glam. I am, yeah, I am knee deep in the small print of EasyJet. We're flying with EasyJet there and somebody else on the way back. So I'm looking at all the baggage allowance and like how far you're allowed to take the buggy. And then I've been on Mum's Net, which isn't my favourite place, but just seeing what other people have done with their pram. Oh, I tell you, it's it's a whole world of pain. Um, but to make it better, I do have, which I have to disclose is part of my monthly paid partnership with Very. But I have got the perfect lilac. Oh, I did see it. I did see it. I say this about so say this the start- every week. I'm like, oh, have seen that. <laughs> so I, at the start of the year, when Pantone announced ultraviolet was the colour of 2018, I was like, firstly, it's lilac. And secondly, over my dead body, knowing full well that give me, you know, six, six to ten months and I'd be all over it like a rash. And there I am Oof. with my lilac jumper Oof. on. It's real nice. So um, I'll be wearing that for the next five to seven days and then I'll be in my Okay, so let's quickly move on to Fridge Fantasy. What have you been putting in your mouth this week, Charlotte? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, why are we so so juvenile? Um, well, as I've mentioned a couple of times during this podcast, I have been to Dishoom and it is one of my favourite places to eat. I order the same thing every single time and every single time the waiter comes over to me and they say, have you been to Dishoom before? And I'm like, yes. And then they try and push something else on me and I'm like, no, 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 That's the whole reason. I have been to Dishoom before and you don't need to tell me what you've got on special. Yeah, so I have, and excuse the pronunciation, the Merg Malai. Is that what it's called? It's basically chicken that's been marinated for 24 hours and is moist, so moist. And sorry if, if you don't like that word in listening. And then it is all about the gunpowder potatoes. Mm-mm. They are so good. I'm a mouth salivating, sal- salivating <laughs> thinking about them. Oh my God, it actually is. Um and then I always get the dishing slaw. And then sometimes I'll I'll see what mood I'm in. I'll either get a roti or a cheese naan. Oof. Oh, I'm surprised you're a cheese naan kind of girl. I'm very much a classic or garlic. Well, I was really against it. And then my dad was like, you've got to try the cheese naan. And I was like, dad, cheese naan? Are you joking? Like, come on, be a bit more cultured. Then I tried the cheese naan, never looked back. Oh, controversial, but delicious. Yeah, really good. And the only other thing that I've been doing, because again, I'm still so solo parenting, is putting anything on toast, like anything. And my favourite combination at the moment is cream cheese with a sprinkling of feta and then gherkins. Mm. Something about the cream cheese and the feta. It, like the, the, the feta brings out the cream cheese and the cream cheese brings out the feta. I guess the feta's got a bit of saltiness to it. I'm not really a feta person, to be perfectly honest, but I, I can, I can wow. expect that. Wow. I know. Each week, as, as this relationship goes on... It's a bit feety. <laughs> feety? Yeah, that's why it's called feta, because it sounds a bit like feet. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm sure. I'm sure that's what the Greek population did when they, which, when they which named Which does feta. actually remind me of something I saw on Twitter this week, which was Stevie Martin 
and she said something about why the bee's knees was called the bee's knees and it's she said I think it was a, it was a joke even if it wasn't she said it's because it sounds like the business like the bee's knees <laughs> wow. and then loads of people were like no it's actually because bees carry honey in their knees and that's their the best part of them and or just it got quite it got quite um extensive but um yeah bees carry honey in their knees I think so or something like that Please, I don't like. I think I might be asking for a lot of correction there, but um, it was something. I think you're asking for trouble. I know. I was going to say it's something interesting to do with their knee joints. Any. Okay, I will research that and bring that information to the next episode. What have you been putting in your mouth this week? So I have been doing a bit of baking, um, which I have not done in such a long time. It's been such. You haven't. You used to bake all the time. I did, and I love it so much. But I just haven't had a lot of time. And this weekend on Saturday, I got back from brunch, and it was a rainy Saturday. And I was like, do you know what? It feels like a cosy thing to do by doing a bit of baking. I really wanted to listen to some music and just sit in the kitchen and do stuff. Because Joe was watching the football, and we've only got one working telly. Okay, do you know what? I'm going to sit in the kitchen, be productive, and do something nice. And so I just realised the telly thing. We don't have loads of TVs. We only had the one TV working. I was going to say, it sounds like the house of TV. Yeah, I know. I said that. And then I was like, that makes our house sound far more lavish than it is. So um, apologies. Um, But I did a cookie recipe and I did a bit of research. I had about 3% battery on my phone when I was out. And I was like, I need to pick up some ingredients. And I did the classic like Jamie Oliver Nigella search. And then I kind of did a whole pool of things I was like right they all have eggs they all have the same kind of things bought a selection of ingredients then went home looked at a cookbook and then did the Claire Patak from Violet bakery cookies after all (laughs) after all that but they were absolutely delicious and then on Sunday I saw my nan and she bought me a Mary Berry orange cake slice so I feel like I've just been I've reinvigorated my love of baking so maybe I'm gonna have to bake every week for this podcast I have just gone on your Instagram and it says occasional baker I was like, the girl's the girl's not occasional, sporadic baker. Get back to occasional. I know, annual baker. Um, but I'm definitely gonna definitely become more occasional because I do love it and it is very satisfying. I yeah, I love baking. It's just kind of like you can see what you've done with your time. It's a start to end job. It really is. It was so good. Following on from that, I think it's about time we introduce this week's very special guest which is a lady that both Charlotte and I are so, so fond of, both online and IRL. She is extensively talented. She has just, she's hilarious. She's like, it's like a ray of sunshine. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. I I was on a high when I left. I loved it. I loved this interview. I love, do you know what? I'm, I'm just taking the mic, but I just love interviewing people. I've this is our third interview and it it invigorates me. Yeah, she's absolutely exceptional. So this week we are interviewing the wonderful Sarah Powell and we are going to be talking everything from celebrating yourself, body confidence, and I think there's probably some Ferrero Rocher chat in there as well. Just a little bit, just a little bit. So we really hope you enjoy it and we will speak to you from many countries of the world next week it'll be our international episode as as sarah would say we're totally stolen that totally stolen (laughs) as a person with a very deep voice i'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns but a deep voice doesn't sell b2b 
And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. So this week's guest, we are... Well, I'm hysterical. I am in Kentish Town, which is all quite exciting. Yeah. Um, I'm at Alex Turner on the pub in the corner. Stop it. Yeah, what is it? The assembly room. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm at Alex Gosh, Turner. Not, yeah. not just now. Not no, just not just now. <laughs> Years ago. My, my hands got a bit clammy then I was so recently. Yeah, yeah and, the, and the doors slammed, Liv's gone. <laughs> yeah. He's in there now. Um, but this week's guest is the amazing, awesome Sarah Powell. What an intro. You've got two. I've got more of an intro. Oh. I haven't finished. <laughs> Sarah is a podcaster, columnist, celebrant, and all-round spreader of positive vibes. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? Oh, been thinking about what to call myself for a while now. I think I love that. Spreader. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Maybe I should have used another 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 term. <laughs> Spreader's lovely. <laughs> so mm. the reason we've got you here, you launched something quite exciting last week. Yeah. Would you care to tell us about it? Well. It's been a long time coming, is the first thing. You know what it's like? You know when you've got an idea mm. of something that you want to do, but you're like, just hold on there, everyone. Yeah. I'm just going to get the website sorted, yeah. and then I'll tell you all you're about like... it. <laughs> yeah, people are like, what are you up to? And I'm like, it's coming any day now. It's in the oven. Yeah, so to have it out in the world is just, I mean, I'll, I probably won't do much for the next few months. I'm like, I've done this now. Come yeah. and get me. You've got a hangover but, from it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They call them vulnerability hangovers. Do yeah, after you've launched something, yeah, that is a, that is a thing. So, like, if your energy levels or you generally just feel a bit crap after you've launched something or you've done something amazing, yeah, that's why. Wow, because you've opened yourself up to, <gasps> um, which we'll talk about what you've launched in a second. Yeah, people are like, tell 
Like, what well, is this but you know, you're subjecting yourself to, you know, um, criticism or, you know, it not having the response that you'd quite like it to. And yeah, it's called a vulnerability. Wow, now, I love that. I think that is Ray Dodd, my coach. I think I that's get a lot words. of words. Yeah. I think I have them like daily. Yeah. It's full on though, isn't it? You've got to sit down. But also, it's your adrenaline. You go high and then, yeah, you need to look after yourself, actually. Yeah. Yeah, after that. But so I, okay, so let's build up to this. Let's just keep, sorry, dear listener. So I had done radio and a bit of TV for over 10 years. That was my thing. And I sort of got to the point where I was like, right, okay, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do something else. And then I was, and then I sort of had the whole of last year going, brilliant, I'm going to find my thing. This is going to be great. And I'm going to do it. And it was agony and it was really hard. And it was because I just didn't, I couldn't work out what it was or what it looked like. What your thing or, was. Yeah, what is my thing? And, you know, you start looking at people like, I've got jealousy. Like, you look at yeah. people on the tube and you're like, what do you do? What's your thing? What, yeah. what do you say to people when they say, what do you do? Because I just say, I don't know. I relate to that so much. I, I, I messaged you and said, I feel like we had a similar experience. I used to look at people and they'd be like, I've had such a hard day at work. And it's like, I want a hard day at work. Yeah. What, what is it that you're working hard at? Yeah. And there was yeah. all these things that I knew I enjoyed. I loved people and I loved talking and I loved Instagram stories. And I was like, what's, what's yeah. going to pull all this together? So the first thing that happened was that I retrained to become a wedding celebrant. Um, thanks very much. And... Um, that was because years and years ago, I was at a lunch at a mate's house, and this couple, I met this couple, and they were going on Don't Tell the Bride. Oh, I know. £14,000 you get, I think. Yeah, then. it's gone yeah. up. Oh, has it? Um, yeah, because I think it used to be 12. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe I'm making it up. It might still be 12. <laughs> I think it is more. I think it, I think it went up when it moved to E4. Although, I think I was going to post Brexit Britain on yeah. E4. Yeah. <laughs> so if you haven't seen Don't Tell the Bride, it's amazing. The bride doesn't know anything about the wedding. She just has to turn up on the day because the groom has organised everything. Oh, my idea of hell. I know. Well, most people's, to be fair. But they were really kit. They were really excited. They weren't kind of your classic Don't Tell the Bride couple because normally she's a bit of a control freak and she does everything anyway and yeah. he's sort of been handed over and goes way right. let's get married at Anfield or somewhere. yeah yeah I think having uh, some pigs would be great <laughs> I was going to say it's like she might someone might say oh I like going to the farm brilliant well that's what we do farm wedding and you can almost hear the producers in the background going yeah farm mm, <laughs> she'll love that great but they were going on and um, they ended up getting married um, on um, on the top of the bussy building in Peckham oh. yes yeah, so it's on top of the car park basically which they really went for on the program they were like how will she feel getting married on a multi-story car park well you get married in peckham on a saturday i mean yeah count, count your lucky stars at that price <laughs> so he wrote to me a couple of weeks later i grilled them about everything i was like tell me everything and then he wrote to me a couple of weeks later and he was like can you come and like host the day like we need a compare and i was like i'm there and then he said oh could you do us a, a bit of a ceremony yeah uh, sure and it was I just loved it like I absolutely loved it I found out all their story and was sort of you know putting in my little flourishes my little touches my little lols and all this kind of stuff and I just thought this is great and then I didn't really do anything with it and then it was um, a gorgeous girl on Instagram who listens to my other podcast Jules and Sarah the podcast twice a week every Friday and um they uh, and she was Katie the celebrant and I was like oh Katie 
Katie the Celebrant. Yeah, Katie. Nice. Now I'm interested. Spoke to her. She sort of got put me in touch with the Humanist UK that she trained with. So I went through the training. So that was the first thing that happened, that I became a wedding celebrant. And then I was like, actually, I feel like you kind of can have a ceremony for anything. You know what I mean? You can mark any moment with a ceremony. Obviously, we know about namings and funerals and things like that. But actually, what about an engagement ceremony? What about a divorce ceremony? What about, you know, I've had a really tough year and I've come through the other side of it let's celebrate ceremony and then so I started to run with that so I got really excited about that and um I did a little um I did a competition on my Instagram so I was like win a ceremony it's up to you what do you want to celebrate but I was like birthdays you know you've got 40 have a ceremony like you know this was my ethos for life I didn't know that's it you can celebrate do one in a minute we've done a podcast let's have a ceremony oh my god but this um, gorgeous lady, I'm going to do it for next year, She's um, she's been through breast cancer. So originally we talked about her having a new boob party with a ceremony. And now we're kind of kind of winded it up into, you know, loving life sort of thing and just celebrating, Amazing. you know, where she's at. She's got through this thing. Yeah. She's um, started her own business and all this kind of stuff. So we're going to kind of, it's marking those moments. So that's kind of one half of what I'm doing. And then the other half is the idea of self-celebration. So this, for me, came out of quite a dark sort of year, really. A lot of anxiety, huge, massive identity crisis, mm. really, last, the whole of last year. And when I came through it, and one thing that I knew that I really wanted to do was speaking. Mm. I really wanted, I loved the idea of being in front of an audience and then nodding along with what Look I was saying. Look at me, I'm just yeah. literally <laughs> nodding for anybody that can't see. But feeling good and having that exchange and having a little merchandise stand over there. And, you know, that's kind of what I had in mind. So I started with that and then, and then actually it was um, Lucy Sheridan. Massive shout out to Lucy Sheridan. Oh, Go um, and follow her on Instagram if you don't. absolute goddess. She came on, uh, we've got a podcast series called Wobble which, um, yes, which is all about um, body confidence and happiness. So she came on as a guest and then we went for lunch and I was like, you know, Lucy, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm done. I'm done with finding my thing. Like, I'm bored of it. I'm you like, help me. Yeah, help me, Lucy. And, you know, because I just don't think you can do things like that on your own. I just, for mm. me, anyway, that just wasn't going to work. So she um, sort of took the idea of celebrant and celebrate and celebration. And you know when a light just goes on for you. Yeah. And I was oh. like, this is so me, the idea of celebrating and that we should really kind of honour ourselves with like mini celebrations all the time. Just sort of really honour who we are right now instead of who we're going to be or who we want to yeah. be. Just bringing it right back to now. So put all that together. So I suppose the whole sort of thing that I just launched last week is called Celebrate Yourself. So you can do it with ceremony, you can self-celebrate. What more could you want in this life? (laughs) I do feel some of my biggest regrets have not been celebrating things, like Mm. celebrating my graduation or celebrating my engagement. Like, like just little, well, they're quite big things, but I just, you know when you're younger and you're like, it's a bit uncool to celebrate, isn't it? Yeah, and when you're freelance as well, you don't have like those, I don't know, those moments that you have in a normal career, per se, you don't have the kind of... promotions or those things so you feel like it can kind of just plod along for a long time yeah and we don't and that's what we do and we don't stop and honor things that we've been through or things yeah. that we've come through but also I think we're taught 
to, you know, I mean, I know you're a big fan of playing big. We are taught to play small because you don't want to be too full of yourself. You don't want to be bragging here. Don't show off, you know, don't start going on about how great you are because people don't like that. And it's not, do you know what I mean? Mm, There's such a difference between being that, which nobody wants, and actually going, wow, I did this and it's really great and I want to share it with you. And, you know, because everybody, it it always reflects for other people Mm. as well, you know, and everybody wants an excuse to have a little celebration. Oh my God. That's it. Yeah. How do people go about booking for a non-wedding? So if there's a non-wedding, the best thing to do, I'm totally open. Like, I just, I love the idea. Any Any ideas, just if people want to, people have something that they want to mark. And it's also really important to say that you can mark it however you want. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be 50 people in a room with balloons and streamers and everybody looking at you if that's not what you're about. It could be. Can you imagine? Yeah. (laughs) No one would do that. That sounds awful. Yeah. But for a lot of people, it is mm. that, just wanting to have that moment, and it can look however you want. It could be a Tuesday afternoon with, you know, three of your best mates and Ooh. a load of Ferrero Rocher. Like, it could be whatever. <laughs> you're me ideas. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It can look however you want yeah. it to. It's, and that's a really, really important thing, that it's so personal. So, yeah, if somebody's got an idea, they've got something, or, they, you know, something that they want to do for a friend or something that they've been through, like, yeah, just get into, do you know what I mean? Just get in touch. Like, there's all... There's so many different ways of doing it, and there's so many different. Oh God, even just the tone of something, or what's included in it, or who speaks, or just yeah. There's so many different directions that you can go in. So yeah, so exciting. I wish I thought we should follow up to this. Yes. Wow. I want to know all the things that you will be doing Mm. because I feel like in general we just don't celebrate enough. Why do you think that is in the UK especially? Because I feel like well. I think what I said earlier about, yeah, you know, we're taught like, yeah, we're taught like, oh, no, don't get too, you know, don't yeah. get too big for your boobs. Mm. That's a big one. And I don't know, I mean, I think it is people generally, but I think particularly if you're British, oh yeah, there's a very big tendency not to pack yourself on the back too oh. much. You know? I feel like I might backdate all of my things that I could celebrate. And yes. I could just, and we're here for Charlotte's graduation shop, engagement <laughs> yes. party, going self-employed. <gasps> I love that. That would be great. The day of Charlotte. Yes. Oh All of the things. Saint Charlotte. <laughs> Look at you two encouraging this. Yes. I'm there. I'm so there. I think I didn't graduate or anything. I didn't have any of these moments and I've never had a proper yeah. time. I think we should like, quit recording right now. I mean, yeah. Start. So many opportunities to celebrate. Love it. But it's, I think as The thing about those moments, like graduations Mm. and weddings, you almost have to wait for them. Yeah, yeah. And with a graduation, somebody else has got to decide how it looks and Mm -hmm. when it happens and what it's going to be like. How much a hat will cost? Absolutely, and what you've got to wear and what you've got to say and what you've got to do. So we're quite restricted anyway with the kind of ways that we celebrate because also, you know, I talk a lot about false celebrations, which is um, kind of. I, look, nobody loves wine more than me. No one. I love it. But there's no... It doesn't have to be that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it doesn't yeah. have to look like getting trashed and cake and party hats and balloons. It can. It absolutely can It could just like be in that. a doll room, but it's whatever. Yeah, but all those things can happen. But actually, yeah. there's so many other ways to celebrate. There's so many other ways that you can do it and things that you can have. 
so yeah, I think that's another. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like the traditional forms of celebration, you have to wait. Yeah, totally. For somebody else to say, okay, you're worth it now because yeah. you've done this. And it's it, fine. Yeah, and it might be something you don't want to do, like have a baby or like yeah. you know get engaged. It might just be something that's not on your life plan whatsoever. And totally. it's like, but where? Are, yeah, where are your celebrations? Mm. I am into this. Yeah, <laughs> so into this. Um, I don't even know where I am with my questions now. Um, can we go back to you being lost a little bit more? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> sure. Can, can we open that wound? Yeah. Um, but Talk I just, I, I resonate with it so much. And I definitely, now that I'm through the other side, know what it's like to be lost. But I think for some of our listeners, they might be in that phase yeah. right now where they just don't know. Mm. So what kind of tips can you give them? Or what do you think helped you to kind of... Hindsight's yeah. a wonderful thing, I guess, isn't it? It is because you look back on it and you go, "Well, it can't have been that bad." I got you doing to me, but it it kind of, it was yeah. because it was waking up every day and going, "Oh, what is it? Where's yeah. the thing? What am I going to do with myself today?" You know, or going to a job that you know isn't your thing, yeah. really. So the first thing is to know to keep going. Like, don't just go, "Well, I'll never find it." So that's that. I'm just mm. gonna you know, leave things as they are. I think the most important thing is to be absolutely, completely clear on what you like doing. Like for me, like I said, it was speaking to people. I love speaking to people. You're very good at it. <laughs> whether they want to be to like speak to them or it. not. Have, I don't think Charlotte and I have like blinked. We haven't like shut our mouths. We're just like, well, yes. you haven't been able to get a word in edgeways. Let's be very clear, I have been be trying, but it's very difficult. I've met my match. <laughs> I, I think I'm, I'm a good listener. This is brilliant. You've got to be. You've been forced to be. Um, so, what, what was I saying? Yeah, so finding the thing, and that could be anything. It could be like you love writing or it could be that you I don't know like it could be really something really small that because I think the pressure is that it's got to be something you can monetize mm -hmm. and actually I you know it might be that you love gardening it might be that you absolutely love sewing it might be just a really awesome hobby that you know isn't necessarily gonna be your big thing you, you know the thing that pays your bills but god do you, if you can identify that and run with it that's a huge start because you're already going to get more fulfilled. And that's a process as well because there was a lot of things that I thought I liked. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, I like doing that. And then I... And then... What did you think you liked? Because I thought I liked... Um, I'm sure I've told this story, but I thought I wanted to be a florist. Right. And my friend was like, come and do a day's like floristry with me. One day, done. It was the... No, I right. like flowers. Let's not get confused. <laughs> yeah. Cold hands. Yeah, early morning. florist. Yeah. yeah, really cold hands. 4am till 6pm and I was freezing. Yeah. No. It's no life <laughs> if you're out there. Not for me. <laughs> no. I'm trying to think. I think there was just... I always, for a while, I thought I wanted to do comedy. Mm -hmm. Like, I thought that was the thing. I was like, well, I like being on, I want to be on stage. I want to talk to people and I want people to smile at me yeah. <laughs> and say, yeah, you're great. So I thought, well, is it stand up? Is that, should I be doing that? And I think the telltale thing is when you do nothing mm -hmm. about it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You just, you're not excited. You're like, oh, yeah, I should probably look into that. I've had that conversation. About that. And someone's like, no, no, you're just like making people laugh. That's fine. You don't have to go to like yeah. the Hammersmith Apollo. No. Like, you can just like make your friends laugh. And like, it's, that's fine. When you have that moment, it's such a relief. Yeah. It's like, oh, I don't have to do that. Oh, thank God. Like, <laughs> that, you I think thought. that's so telling what you say that mm. you don't do anything about it. No. You just, you're like, oh, well. I'll mm. put it on a list. Yeah. And I better do something about that. And then when it was celebrating, like, I just couldn't 
stop doing stuff. I couldn't stop writing notes and having ideas and, you know, drawing logos and all that kind of... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just couldn't... I was just so excited about it. You're making people it. smile and laugh at the same time. Which is You're what's so that glorious well. yeah. that, it, that it's... I'm you know, you start with what you heart. like yeah. and then you, you, you... Yeah, you kind of distill it into something almost and you're like, oh, okay, this is how it looks and then suddenly you've got your thing and it and it's such a relief. Like, it's a massive relief. But the two... The, the, the first thing that really helped me was um, Emma Guns came round. Emma Guns has got a sensational podcast. Oh. And she came round yeah. and she went up to... Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. podcast. And she went up to my shelf and she had... Oh, she took this, your shelf, yeah. she took this, I've taken pictures of them from every angle. <laughs> <laughs> she took out um, this book that had been on my shelf for over a year and it was called You Are a Badass. Oh, yeah. By Jen Sincero. And it's huge. Like it's a, it's, and she was like, oh, this book. I haven't read it. That, and she oh went, my god! Now read. I'm having my moments. That's on my bookshelf. And Which I've not one? Read it. Yeah, I haven't the read it. One. The yellow yeah. one. So it's bright well, yellow. I think if so, I did Tara Moore and the green book yes. of Jen of, of Jenny's. Yeah, <laughs> or Jen. Jen. <laughs> um, Hi, Jen. Yeah, and then and then there's the yellow one. I haven't got the yellow one. Yeah. So I think she did the yellow one first, which is You Are a Badass, and yeah. then the green one is You Are a Badass at Making Money. Oh, all about yeah. the money. Great. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> But which is but we're it's not allowed out, to it's be. out there now. Yeah, it's but it's it's so weird with money, isn't it? That we're just sort of not allowed to be. That sort of comes yeah. down to don't talk about money. Oh no, it's a bit crass. And um, so she was so she gave me that book, which just the heavens just opened because that is so good at getting you focused. It focuses you. What is the thing you like? What is the thing that you want to do? And the lovely thing is about that book, she didn't know either. She she sort of starts and oh, okay, she's sort yeah. of in this sort of tricky position of not knowing. So she just followed the crumbs, which I think I love that phrase. But you start with something you like, and then that pushes you on to go and do something with it. And then you read something, or you watch something, and then you meet somebody, or you get into something on Instagram or whatever. Get into something on Instagram. You know what I mean. <laughs> Fall in the hole on Instagram. But you do that, yeah. and then slowly you're like oh my God, this feels amazing. Like, I'm doing something that I really love. Like, this is great. I think um, I call it the pieces of the jigsaw puzzle. So, yeah. like, you slowly but surely get them. Then you've got the border. Yes. And then you can figure out what's the sky and what's the... Yeah. What, uh, uh, well, I was trying to think what the other word for not sky is. Yes. The land. <laughs> the floor, the land, <laughs> yes. The floor. It's got a few of the middle pieces that all quite joined up and I'm just looking at them like, ah. Oh. So I think so it's having... therapy. Oh, God, good. I we think... say that about wobble. It's just all free therapy. Oh, my God, I love Just it. bring guests on and yeah. just work through your own issue. <laughs> yes. But I think it's trusting the process and I think... Yeah. As I've got older, that's something I, ha- I don't know what I'm doing, but I trust that whatever it is I'm doing, like you say, I'm just following those yeah. crumbs. And it is all a work in progress. Mm. Like, I think I talk about this a lot in self celebration because I think I was in, I put myself in the waiting room for a long time. So I created this magical place in the future where I was really fulfilled. I wore the clothes that I liked. I drank enough water, I earned the money that I wanted to earn and I had the life and it was perfect and everything was great. And so there was a distance, there was an offset between where I was at now and this magical, brilliant place in the future. And what I want to do with self-celebration is is close the gap, mm, really, because yeah. it just, that place just doesn't exist. Yeah. It doesn't. It, well, if you ever got there, it wouldn't look like that anyway. But I think we get a kind of a bit obsessed 
with it and then for me I was like well there's only one way to get there and what if I take a wrong turn on the way and I'm just gonna ruin everything so everything becomes really pressurized every decision every bit of work or something you do and I think it's really the most important thing you know following on from what you said is that it's just a work in progress mm -hmm. all the time constantly we're never going to get there even that yeah do you know what I mean we're yeah. never going to get there and go oh I've done it all brilliant yeah. I've lined it all up here it is perfect I can just relax and enjoy it and for, for years I thought that years and yeah. years and years yeah, most of my life it's the same as like saving things for best yes it's that whole kind of like oh wait I'll save that yes like, till when till when I did that with those little soaps you know the oh. little soaps that I put out I've had those for about three years can we talk more about the little soaps <laughs> so in Sarah's bathroom <laughs> yeah. so Sarah's flat is amazing it's um I, I, I can't it's describe interiors it's we, got it's got neon we've got flamingo glasses we've got um it's terrible on a hangover We've got pink sausage. Yeah, but it's set. Oh, it's set against a very kind of neutral colour. So all the colour pops. Actually, it's not too much. And that was very hard for me to choose that grey paint. Yeah. I was really bored to choosing it. I was like, oh. you've done very well. Thank you but so much. And there's a little dish in the bathroom, and it's got all they. What I can't describe. I think them. they're called confetti soap. Yes. So they're like little. So I haven't tiny. used them. I just looked yeah. at them. <laughs> I've not used them. Well, no, That's because <laughs> I have washed my hands, but not with soap. Sorry. No, it's fine. Sorry, everyone. Ew. <laughs> it's my laptop. It's fine. <laughs> but the, the, yeah, the little coloured, different coloured soaps and the little hearts and little stars and stuff like that. And I bought those years ago. I went to see my sister was living in Argentina in Buenos Aires. And I went and That's I bought such an them. Soap I know, isn't it? It's somebody asked somebody, was like, oh, these are nice. Where are they from? I was like, well, actually. It wouldn't be like Yes. So I went and bought them, but I've never used them. Well, they're out of the packaging. I'm not sure I'm going to use them today. I mean, they've, they've come more they're than closer. the best. Yeah. They're going to be a prop, aren't they? They're just going to sit on the side and gather. But it's exactly what you're saying, Liv. It was saved the best. I do it. I used to do it all the time with perfume. Oh. I never would wear perfume because I'd be like, oh, no, I'll save that for best. Like it's the war or something, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And, and for me, especially, I don't have anywhere best. I have a child. I'm not going anywhere fancy. Yeah. I just want to get to the cinema this month. But that is so, such, like, and that is, that really goes back to self-celebration as well because using your perfume, using your best soap, wearing your best thing yeah. is a little celebration. It's every single day going, I'm worth it and yeah. I'm going to do this and I'm going to honour myself actually. It's so true. It's like, actually, I can wear that. Yeah. Like, oh, I deserve to wear it. But we don't. Yeah. We really I don't. I deserve no. to wear that today. It's so funny, it's isn't, weird, it? isn't it? What a way to place yourself because, yeah. I mean, it's that horrific mean voice that we've all got so you know um, Tara talks about it with the inner critic she sort of talks about it in terms of being an inner critic that just comes for you mm. and to place yourself in that moment of going I am not worth that today mm. it's just so mean I think as long it? as it's 30 degrees washable get it on yeah. if it's dry cleaning maybe think twice if it's dry <laughs> clean only dry clean, you can put it in the wash well yeah just don't want to take that risk but I just, I just careful out there kids well, <laughs> what you do is you put it in the washing bin and you let Joe like your other half or someone else wash it and then it's not your fault this has just happened to me this has literally just happened to oh, me oh with the pink top no, no, no that was I mean that was a, that was a horrible moment for everyone so, involved sorry let's <laughs> we not bring were, that up again I had this yeah I bought two of them to replace it in case it ever happened so again so what happened you just put it this the lovely pink, pink top the pink frilly top that had gone in the wash mm. fine but we don't have a tumble dryer 
and we've got we've got a terrible damp problem so everything has to go to the laundrette in the great big oh, I'm doing right, it this yeah. afternoon actually oh. do do stick around for that <laughs> I've but, got a date with Deshume sorry <laughs> fair that went through the tumble dryer and we were in bed that night and I almost sat bolt upright I went that top didn't go that top didn't go in the tumble dryer did it it wouldn't yeah that wouldn't happen, would it? And John's, you know, just face just fell because he just didn't know. <laughs> the colour drain. Yeah, and I went and got it and, you know, when the sleeves come up to your elbows. Did he do that thing? I don't know if, if, if he does this, but Jack does this, where I ask him something he just lies immediately. He's like, <laughs> it didn't go in the tumble dryer. Like, knowing full well, he has no idea if it went in the tumble dryer or not. He's like, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, just, 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 like, a two-hour period where I'm like, it eventually comes out. Yeah. And he's just like, no, it didn't. Yeah, not and to be rude, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, he does. He's, he's He just lies. He's like, no, it didn't. Not going to tumble Bless dryer. Him. We are awful. Yes, oh, God. I know it's horrible. But it's good. Like, Living in fear. No, maybe I don't know. Don't wash a pair of dry clean only pajamas. Pajamas shouldn't be dry clean only. No, and they were fine. All my dry clean only stuff gets worn about fourteen times. Just putting my hand up. If something is dry clean only, sometimes it means, my friends are garment tech, that the company have not paid for the tests mm. to wash it. So they might sometimes put a dry clean only label on and it actually can be washed. They just haven't bothered to figure it out. So there's a little fact for you all. If I made clothes, I'd just say they were dry clean only. It makes it fancy, yeah. doesn't it? How fancy. Really yeah. It was dry clean only, just so you know. <laughs> The whole collection. We have gone so far off topic. I know. I sorry. don't even know where we were. Well, well, let's I had, get back. I had the questions up and I was like, I must keep on track of this. <laughs> too late, we're too far gone. Oh, it's me. Who knows? Well, let's go back to your podcast, yes. Floral. Mm. Uh, so you've got one that you host that with George Von Hat. Oh, sorry. No, 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 no. It's your question, but yes, that's what we're up to. <laughs> So you don't just have one, you've got two podcasts, yeah. which you co-host both of them with Jules Von Hair. Yes. So I have not met yet, and we've got mutual friends, and it's just getting like, I'm getting oh, a bit desperate. Jules, I mean... Where did you just... meet him? So I met him on the radio. So did he, you? Yeah, I was doing my radio show at the time, and he came on to talk about uh, red carpet tans. I feel like it was the BAFTAs or something. And you know what it's like when you just meet someone, and you're like, you, yes, you. <laughs> you're yes, for you me. Jules, yeah, like, come on in. Infectious. And we just started doing it because we kept saying oh we should do something we just wanted to see each other more really and we Same. thought do you know what we'll start doing a podcast every week and if it becomes a bit of a pain we'll just go out for dinner like we don't oh. you know we just and we just loved it like well, you've done 250 think, episodes now, yeah really, yeah loads. so how many ep- uh, how many times do you release once a week it's on it's on a, the main episodes on a friday yeah. but we do the nibble which comes yeah. out on a tuesday yeah, okay. which Port Slew Crew, that's the name of our listeners, are the Port Slew Crew, because we talk about, I mean, we talk about everything. We um, talk about, that's the cheese, right? That's the and cheese. That is one of my favourite cheeses. Yeah, we talk about cheese so much, and we've always said Port Slew is the gateway cheese that gets you in. You didn't think you wanted cheese, you have Port Slew, suddenly <laughs> you're lost, do you know what I mean? You've got the whole trolley. Um, but the Port Slew Crew, I have to apologise for them, because the nibble goes off on a Tuesday, and I always wake up on a Tuesday morning and go, oh, the nibble, and must upload it, so it's always late, which I apologise Oh, we're for. terrible at that's it'll go up do you know what I mean but I think what you the lovely thing is is that we've both always loved doing it as much as each other Mm -hmm. because I think if one of us had been a bit flaky or thought I can't do it this week or well we'll pick it up in a couple of weeks it just wouldn't have worked but we've always I don't think we've ever missed a week of doing it because we just love it inspired well I'm going to ask them about how they record because Jules travels a lot doesn't he yes so that's why when we have cancelled it because we just haven't bothered to try, but we just thought the internet won't won't cope. It's well, we do Skype. 
Right. So Jules was in New York last week. So we did, yeah, we did it. We call it the international special. Because <laughs> it's, I'm always here. I never go anywhere. I never do always anything. Always the laundrette. Jules will be like, where are you this week? Yeah, I'll just be in the laundrette. Where are you this week? And he was like, NYC. I was like, okay, all right. Well, I'll be here when you're ready. All right, for some, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, the, but the other podcast that we do is our podcast series. Because... We, I mean, we call Jules and Sarah feel good nonsense because we just talk about, I mean, we talk about our mothers, we talk about cheese, we talk about pudding trolleys, like we just talk about whatever, it can go anywhere, always does. And then we started getting messages from people listening who, and the message kind of got really similar. It was, oh, I've been going through this and it's been a bit crap and actually it's really lovely to have the podcast because it's sort of you know, a bit of a half hour of silliness really, mm. or a bit of a half hour of nonsense, which we never expected. Like, we just thought, this is ridiculous. And, and so to have that and for people to go, oh, I've saved them up because, you know, I'm having a really tough time and I just need a laugh. And we were like, this is amazing. So Jules launched Isle of Paradise, which is his oh. amazing tanning brand. If you, if you don't know about it, even I can use it. And not get straight. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's incredible. Go and check it's it out. It's in boots. I've ever yes. Oh, we all look I'm amazing. Like, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go in for the green or the purple next week before I go on holiday. Oh, I've, I've got. I've got as far as green. Oh well, I might go straight for purple. Well, I will report back. <laughs> it's not a competition, Charlotte. <laughs> I'm the colour of feta, so I never go past peach. Um, but he was launching that, and obviously the whole ethos behind Isle of Paradise is body confidence and to really kind of just. To love your shape, whatever shape you are, and, and whoever you are, just to make you feel good. That's the sort of main message there. This is where Wobble comes in. So this in. is where Wobble came in. So we were like, well, we've got all these people. We're going always going through something. Isle of Paradise has launched to make people feel good. So what if we could have a podcast series? And we have it. So we've done two series. We've just finished the second series. And every week we have a guest on and they could be an expert or they could just be somebody who's just been through something. We've had all sorts. We've had amazing um, Lauren, um, who's Girl Versus Cancer, talking about that. We had Lucy on, um, who's the comparison coach. We had an amazing woman called Gina Swire on, who does all stuff about self-love. We had um, this girl on called Ella, who's, uh, I think she's a size 22, and she swims. She's a big, wild swimmer. I messaged her on Instagram. She's, she's lovely. She's lovely, and she um, developed a swimwear range for women and who want to swim, because there's some awful stat, like women um, aren't taking their kids to learn to swim because they just don't want to get in a swimsuit. Oh, really? Like, it's a big thing. Yeah. So they've developed this sort of range of swimwear that anyone can wear. It's any size. It's really flattering. It's... You know, it's well cut, but it actually like holds yeah, you holds. And, and looks after you, sort of thing. So we've had those people on. Like we've had um, people with acne, adult acne. M Ford came on to talk about that. So just people from every sort of background and and just tell their stories and give advice and all that kind of stuff. So it's just been a joy. And we finished series two with Bryony Gordon, I who was just absolutely incredible I saw her buying a dress and under the stories once and I wanted to say hello but I thought don't <laughs> why you should have done I know but I, not to mention uh, Pandora and Dolly again but on their podcast they were like 
the podcast we are not um, <laughs> there's no fact checking no, no. going on here um, but they said like what you know what are you what are you achieving by interrupting somebody in that situation right. like you know if you're just like shopping on your own like oh but I, I think that's the nicest thing you can do just not, I just don't stop, mind just stop and say by the way what I think you're doing is really cool yeah, yeah. Well, I think everybody wants really to hear not, that like, if someone they? came up to me I would be like what would you like an autograph? I think I'd get overexcited. But Let I me just practice that for I you. I'd get overexcited. I'd be like, let's do something. <laughs> Are you going to do another series of Wobble? Absolutely, yes. Yeah. Series three, yes. When? Totally planned. I think, well, I'm getting married. Casual. Oh, we've not God. mentioned that at all. Yeah. Prior to recording the podcast, we've been stood in Sarah's kitchen for over an hour comparing oh. suppliers and going through Sarah's wedding list. I literally said before we got here to Charlotte, I was like, right, we should definitely talk to her about the wedding. That's going to be really exciting. We got here and I was like, Wedding! Yeah, I, I'm not sure that. <laughs> I'm not sure the listeners need to hear what what happened in that kitchen. So I'm getting married, and then and then I, th- I don't think we'll do anything before the end of the year. So I think it'll be January. Right. I think we'll do series when people three need it the most. January. I know. Well, that's it. Absolutely. So yeah, series three of Wobble coming soon. But if not, there is enough of a back catalogue. Absolutely, and we always say as well, go back and listen to episodes again because people people say things that you need at a different time, I Mm. think. And I've listened to some of them. I'm like, God, I don't remember saying that at all. So wise. Yes. That's the thing. Like you've probably done with 250 of plus episodes of just like uplifting chatter and then you've got the nibbles is my faith, the nibs. I know. And then you've got all these like really like deep kind of intense amazing conversations it is like free therapy it is well it's just lovely isn't it it's lovely to sit and chat nonsense Jules and I sometimes we turn up and we're like god I really need it today like you know we've just been like this Mm. and then you you're just silly with you I feel like I'm walking on air after I've left here well, I feel I feel, I feel exactly the same about you two. Thanks. I do. You know what I mean. But it's the same. Like I wake up tomorrow on Monday. You know, got to should be. I my thing that I've, that I'm sort of struggling with at the moment is I am really really good at staying up late. Like oh, I'm oh, brilliant yeah. at it. Brilliant. We recorded the podcast on Friday. I could barely keep my eyes open because I stayed up till one a.m. looking at swimwear. Yeah, go and to I'm sleep. A, I'm alive. I'm oh, like, I message you. Best work. Yes. <laughs> like, oh. But it does mean that I don't get up in the morning and you're like obviously you've got June mm. which must be just great I need I need a dog or it's, a baby to oh, get yeah. me up even well, if you've got a dog Maggie will sleep till like nine I'm like no I'm going to Maggie <laughs> I don't tell people a lot of people this but June sleeps till about 8am oh great I don't yeah. tell I do watch what's there because I say that in I do yeah because <laughs> people are like mm. yeah. so she generally gets up about half seven eight and then I'll have breakfast at about nine so I'm still in my pyjamas at ten yeah which for me really works because I'm not a morning person see I really I my ideal sleeping my eight hours would be one till nine yeah Perfect. That would be my. That, is that, that, is, that seems a lot longer. No, that is eight hours. Isn't yeah. it? That was terrible. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, like but that would be my dream. But it's just you get up at nine, and then the worst thing is when you look on Instagram, and and you know everyone's having a productive morning, and they've been for a run, or they've got the it kids. It takes me a long time to get started. My yeah. worst thing is thinking about June going to school already, because I'm like, how are we going to get out the door? How? Yeah. How are we? I don't know how people do it. No. I think, because, and it was a weird thing that I used to beat myself up with for quite a while, and I've had to really kind of go, no, this has got to go. That I would get up late and then sort of do things, but it was never quite enough that I'd done. And I would have this comparison that I would go, some people have two kids and they do loads more than you, and they've got two kids. And it was this really weird little 
like wiring in my brain and I started comparing myself to myself in the future who potentially has two kids and going well how are you going to do it then how are you going to do it then if you can't even do it now it was so our weird. brains oh, what is was, wrong with but them but it really became mm. and then suddenly it was just there you know when you stop noticing it and you just feel guilty or yeah. bad oh yeah You've just got to like, stop. And oh, just, it's got to yeah, go. Embrace who you are. Some people love getting up at 5am. Yes. And hats off to them. Yeah. And also, I feel like, I talk a lot about this as well. If you've got something that you struggle with, whatever it is, whether it's clothes, food, money, whatever, you need a system. If it's just something that you naturally aren't very good at, mm. but you want to be good at it because, or you need to be good at it. You just need to find your system mm-hmm. that works for you and yeah. however it looks. And yeah, and just so for me, I think it's going to be getting up. I need to, I want to start getting up properly at half seven, eight. That's what I want to start doing. Oh, shit, yeah, I think I will. Yeah, I think I'll, yeah. But I know that I can't snooze. Snoozing's got to go. Yeah, because oh, yeah. okay, I just fine, snooze yeah. and snooze. So I've got to set my alarm and I've got to get up. And that's going to have to be my system. But that's going to be a while mm. to get that in place. And it might need a little bit of adjusting or whatever. But, yeah. yeah. I think six weeks is a nice mm. window to develop a habit. Don't push is yourself. Is it 21 yeah. days that it takes it tw- to form a habit? Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Mm. 21 days. Stop snooze. Yeah, that's it. I'll let you know. <laughs> I'll be knackered. Like, like a DVD. Stop snooze. Maybe yeah. it's your alarm sound. Because I don't have an alarm anymore. I just have June making this weird noise in her room it sounds like a mouse right. it's really bizarre but that is actually nicer than any of the alarms on the iphone so yeah. maybe you just need to find a small child to make mouse noises yeah <laughs> could you send me a recording absolutely yeah. but maybe you just need to find a song i remember when i had a, a wall mounted cd player and there was a really technical the one the greatest thing about it was you could set an alarm so it like started my favourite song when I've got Lovely. up which is much nicer yeah than you can do that on phones for an easier option can you I think you can yeah can you? oh well there we are yeah yeah it's amazing <laughs> isn't it the future we <laughs> get a CD player a wall mounted CD yes. player um I'm gonna close it up there but I've got two more non oh, yeah. non-worky related more. questions okay so first of all because we talk a lot about food on the podcast yes. and we have a new new section called fridge fantasy mm. um what is your fridge fantasy well, we've talked a lot about Ferrero Rocher, which I do love. Hopefully, and they'll be sponsoring you your wedding. Yeah, absolutely. I want the the tower. I want the ambassador's tower <laughs> that nobody's allowed to take one from because it'll all come falling down. Um, I love cheese. We talk about cheese a lot on the podcast. What else do I? I mean, I just I love bread. Oh. I love bread. Mm. I love all different. There's no bad bread. bread. No. There's just not even a white sliced, you know, forty nine p. Is I love gorgeous. a white slice with salad cream in just folded. I could never got on with salad Have cream. You not? I've never got were they gonna rebrand it or oh, ban it or something, weren't ban they? Ban it. Yes, yeah, so we're gonna get rid of it, weren't they? <laughs> they were gonna rebrand it. I can't Ship think of off. anything like make it sound more fancy than it is. No. It's no. salad cream. Yeah. <laughs> not for you. No, not for me. <laughs> what do you but want on your bread? Do you want it toasted? I just want butter as thick as my two thumbs. Salted. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, do you know what's gorgeous? A little bit of salt. salt, salt. Yes. Actual yeah. salt on it. Marmite. I'm very, very happy. Lemon curd. Oh. I've got a real penchant butter, for. Butter and lemon curd. On top. You'd get on with it's my tricky. mom. Yeah, would she I? She loves lemon curd. God, it's great. June, my mum. This is another reason that we've bonded so closely. So my mum's June and obviously your June. My mum, June, is genuinely worried that they'll stop making marmalade because not enough people like it anymore. 
she's really worried about it that it will Has die out. Yeah, she's yeah, she's trying to. She's always trying to push marmalade on people. I buy one jar them. a year. Maybe yeah. I'll uh, for my Christmas ham. Maybe I'll yeah. I'll buy two yeah, for June. Could, if you could, because she's just very worried that the young people won't know what won't know about yeah, marmalade. Only my grandparents used to have it. On, you know the milk marmalade. loaf, the round one. Yes. The little bread, oh. and they used to toast it and make a marmalade sandwich, oh. like Paddington. It's a bit like nimble, that bread. You yes. have a nimble yes. bread. I'd, I'd settle for nimble. I'd get, I'd have nimble. Oh, yeah. Everything from a sourdough to nimble and everything in between. Oh, my bread. God. I just adore bread. What's that bread called that you get in fancy restaurants? It's like, almost like crisp bread, like piano. Is it called piano bread? I think it is. Yeah, piano it's, bread? It's almost like a cracker. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, I'm not convinced. Mm. They call it a bread, though, and I'm a bit like, ooh, a bit fraudulent. Yeah. yeah. If I was promised bread and I got crackers, I'd be... <laughs> a little like, bit. Yeah. That's where the bread lies. Don't get me wrong. wrong. Yeah. And what have you been watching on telly? As well, what have I been watching? We've been watching Killing Eve. <gasps> well, you two can have a conversation. I've not caught up. I uh, she's she's just I amazing. I've watched, watched it all. Yeah. I was like, I want to be like. I know. I said Bar that. I was like, killer. don't be naughty. <laughs> just going on. shocking. That was quite good. Thanks. Thanks so much. But we're only um, well. I mean, we're finally because I just. I don't know how people have the time to just watch everything. We have only just finally got to the end of The Handmaid's Tale. Finally. Uh, I've not even started. It's <laughs> You're like, awesome. It is. I just re-watch the same old shit. Do you? Yeah. What do you re Grace and Frankie and Bridget Jones. <laughs> really doing it I for the feminist I, movement, I me. I would love Grace and Frankie. Have you not watched, no, it? watched it? Oh, you it. would love it. I just yeah. love it. And we loved Wild Wild Country. Did oh, what's that on? So Wild Netflix okay. is a documentary series mm. and it's about a cult in America in the 80s. And it's one of those brilliant things that you start with. It's better if you don't know anything, right, okay, actually. Fine. Because you start watching it and then, it, you know, it just goes, you, you just can't believe it, the stuff that unfolds. And then this happened, then this happened, then this happened, then this happened. And it, that's awesome. That's really amazing. Ooh, I might get my teeth stuck into yeah, that. Yeah, Wild Wild Country is a good one. My problem Did is Jack's know? away. Mm. So we've got so many things started that we can't finish until he gets back. Yes. And normally what we do if he's away is we sit and watch them at the same time and then we WhatsApp throughout. So like nice. if I need to pause to go to the toilet, he has to pause there. Yes. Um, but oh, at the moment we're on different schedules, so even that's not God, happening. Hard, isn't yeah. it? Have you ever watched anything without him and then pretended you haven't seen it? Um, no, because I'm not a very good liar. Right. So You look like you've yeah, yeah. done it. Only, only with a bit of first dates or something. Okay, You fine. know what I mean? But actually like gone... Oh, oh, you know, like reacted again. See, I can't even, I, like, I'm so, we, I've got Joan to Strictly. Great. Right, and I'm so, I'm really into Strictly at the moment. I'm not proud of it. <laughs> you can be, you should uh, be. I'm so proud of Celebrate it. Celebrate yeah. that. And then yesterday, I, there's um, a Twitter account called Strictly Spoilers, so you find out who's gone before they, they air it. I don't know why I saw it. And then we were watching it, and Joe was like, oh, yeah, it's, I, I, he, he's getting quite into it now. And I was like, Lee Ryan's gone. And he was like, <laughs> He was like, oh, really didn't want that. Like, I was like, he was like, oh, I'm not really wow. fussed about this. Like, I'm not really fussed about this. I was, like, I was trying to act like I was surprised. And I was like, yeah, he goes. And I was like, I can't believe I just said that. And I felt like sick. I do, with Coronation Street, John and I watch Coronation Street. John won't thank me for telling you that. Well, I, ca I can't keep up with Coro. It's hard. I mean, it's a second job. It yeah. is. Like it's on a lot. You can't get Well, what yourself. are the days now? It's Monday, Wednesday, Friday, all double. Right. Oh, all yeah. double. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Sun a Sunday gone. Sunday's gone. Long gone. gone. It never worked. It never worked. Nobody, nobody could get the head. You're not it. wrong there. When they moved it from Wednesday to Thursday. 
No, I... because Tricky. It was tricky. Mum comes to stay with me and she watches Coro and Emmerdale. Um, and Coro, I used to be able to catch, like, keep up with and I was like, oh, but now, so many new characters, yeah. so I'm a bit lost. Yeah. Well, look, if you need a, an update, I'm here. Brilliant. Put it on and I'll... Yeah, I'm here. I'm only on the end of a phone. You need talking through <laughs> what's, going, what's going on. But I do it with spoilers. I love to get the Corrie spoilers and I'm like, you won't believe what's going to happen to her. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm like, I can't, like, if I know something, I can't keep yeah. a secret, I can't lie. Mom, June, my mum's exactly the same. You'll be reading a book and she'll, you'll go, she'll go, have you got to the bit where his brother dies? I'm like, no, no, I haven't, June. And he's not even ill. forget I said that forget I said that don't worry forget I said that don't worry then she goes it might not even be that book actually I'm like oh gee give it up do you know what I mean whatever why do you think it's that one yeah. I love the sound of your mum. Oh. So until I meet her, uh, where can people find you online? Or more, more importantly, does June have an online presence? June, uh, well, on the podcast every week, June features. She also has a highlight on my stories. If you go, so I'm my Instagram is this Sarah Powell. Um, I love stories. I'll tell you everything, no matter how mundane. <laughs> and June has got a highlights on there, and you can see her. I missed fridge. that when I was having a lovely yeah, train have a away look. here. She's, she's showing off a new fridge, and also there's a lovely moment where she's barking at some squirrels that are trying to eat her raspberries so you go and have a look there's really <laughs> so she's there but yeah this sarah powell and um, sarahpowell.co.uk has got everything about self-celebration and ceremonies married by sarah.com is for the weddings own exclusively weddings i will be logging on yes there. married by sarah.com um and then yeah jules and sarah the podcast and wobble Thank you so much oh for letting us into your house. You. What a tonic. What a tonic. It's been a joy. I'm, I'm going to press stop. Mm-hmm.